0: To all my K drama lovers out there, welcome to the K drama cafe podcast. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me, your host Sarai, at the K drama cafe podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome, 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 welcome. All are welcome here, K lovers, K pop lovers. Uh, Fan girls, fanboys, you guys are all welcome here, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this is not your first time here, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me once again to hear my take and my thoughts on all things Korean drama. So, thank you so much, and welcome back. If you are following me on any of my social media uh, platforms, thank you guys so, 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 so much. My main one is my Instagram, um, Instagram account, Cafe underscore podcast. You can follow me there if you would like to. If you're not, you can comment on my post. Uh, feel free to respond to my stories, even direct message me if you have anything to share, any um, recommendations, anything that I might have missed, anything that you want to point out to me. Uh, feel free to reach out. I almost always respond. It's a tiny little account. Uh and this is a tiny little podcast, but this community is just so it's been so much fun and I can't wait for it to keep going. Um but go ahead and reach out. I also have Twitter, K cafe underscore P. Uh but I don't really do much. I just repost uh well sorry retweet quote tweet and like things so it's fine. Yeah, that's all I do. I don't really do much there. And yeah, so go ahead, feel free to follow me and interact with me guys. Um, But yeah, anyways, thank you guys so much. Like I said, welcome or welcome back. Today's episode, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I've been dying to talk about this. Disclaimer, 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 (laughs) disclaimer. I was supposed to record this a while ago, days ago, but I, I don't know if you can tell, but I lost my voice, got a little bit under the weather, couldn't really speak right but now i I don't have fully my voice back but somewhat so i really hope it doesn't distract anyone or annoy anyone so i apologize for uh, my voice i guess um so disclaimer disclaimer on that disclaimer on any background noises please uh don't freak out if you hear anything in the back it's just probably a car driving by or a family member just wreaking havoc in the living room uh it is a holiday so everyone's home but i hope that i can cancel as much as i can out and it's not a distraction and it doesn't annoy anyone but please bear with me please 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 bear with me um and disclaimer so yeah just just letting you guys know uh anyways let's get into today's episode i'm so so excited I'm so 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 excited, I'm pretty sure, I mean you guys already read the title so you guys know what I'm gonna talk about today, today's episode, I'm finally gonna talk about Alchemy of Souls Part 2, Episodes 1 and 2, oh my gosh, oh 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 my gosh, oh my gosh, I I, I have many thoughts guys, many many thoughts that i don't know if a first impression is enough and i don't even know if like an overall thoughts episode is going to be enough i might do this weekly who knows maybe i don't know we'll see we'll we'll play it by ear (laughs) but i for sure have so many things to talk about today i hope i don't take too much of your time i will try to condense it as much as i can but obviously you guys know that i do go on off on rants a lot so yeah let's do this together Let's just fangirl together and just let it all air out what we th- thought about it Let me know if you guys have watched this if you guys have we re- rewatched it before um, But let me know if you guys watched part two yet, okay, but before we get into Today's episode. I want to update you guys with three things. Okay first thing I finally saw SF9 in person live in LA in boy was it so much fun my fave obviously if you guys don't know my favorite wound was not there with them but i still love them all and um two of them are in the military and everyone had a busy schedule so just six of them but i love them all and it was so much fun and my friend had fun too so we have decided to see them again once they're back in town and get better even better seats so it was so much fun i hope you guys check them out their music is like I saw a variety of people there, like different colors, different shapes, different ethnicities, just bopping along to like just like having fun dancing to it. Like, go check them out, don't sleep on them. Just saying, okay, just saying, not because my bias is in it, just saying, like, I love their music, they're so much fun. Go check them out. Two, oh my god, this is I was so so excited about it. I'm featured in an episode of Lola Pops Off About K Dramas podcast. If you guys have not heard of her, what are you guys doing? Go check her out. If you guys are interested in different, a variety, a wide range of like K dramas from mainstream to hidden gems, go check her out. She gives off a good, good, good amount of content. She's been watching Korean dramas. She's like an OG. She's been watching it for a while as much as I have. And it's so much fun to hear her take, uh, whether it's something like way back back throwbacks or something that's big that's hitting it right now. Or like I said, hidden gems. So go check her out. But the latest episode I was featured in and including other viewers that you might or listeners that you might know as well. And she did a questionnaire and she read off our questions and it was so much fun. So funny. Some of them I forgot. (laughs) Some comments I forgot I had said, but it was really funny to hear it. Uh, But it was really fun to hear it. And I hope you guys go ahead and check it out and enjoy it and check out her other episodes as well. Yeah, that's my second update. my third update is have you guys had your coffee today? Coffee talk right now. Let's get into it. If you have not been caffeinated today, please do me a huge favor, okay? Do me a huge favor. Go get yourself a nice ice cold coffee. Okay, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me explain. I'm one of those weirdos that will drink iced coffee in every and any season of life. Summer, winter, fall, spring. It could be windy. It could be hailing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It could be like raining and i will still go for an iced coffee why i don't know i'm a crazy person okay i'm crazy i love ice i love cold drinks sometimes i like hot drinks but not all the time i always mostly prefer the iced drinks but as you can tell i haven't been feeling well (laughs) And I can't drink anything cold, so please do me a favor, have a nice, if you're weird like me, if you aren't weird like me, it's okay, but if you drink iced coffee in every season of the year, please do me a favor and get yourself a nice iced coffee for me and tell me all about it, because I miss, I miss them, I miss them, and and trust me, in my younger years, when I was not so wise, I would have probably still gotten one, <laughs> Oh, but I've learned my lesson. Don't worry. I room temp water and hot tea for me right now until I'm fully recovered And I cannot wait Okay, enough of my rants about iced coffee <laughs> Enough that's that was too long of a rant. I I I it's been too long for me. Okay. It's been some days It's been some days. <laughs> but Anyways, it's let's, let's get into it. You guys let's get into it the good stuff Alchemy of Souls part two, you guys. Episodes one and episodes two came out. Episode three and four are coming out soon. How are you guys feeling? What did you guys think? Did you like it? Are you guys still confused? Like, let me know. We need to talk about this, you guys, because I have many thoughts. I've been um following updates on Twitter. I've been, you know, obviously on Instagram, mostly Twitter, cause people kind of just comment and make posts and talk about their theories i try not to do it right before the newest episode comes out because i know that people are hours ahead and can watch it before me so i try to <laughs> prevent refrain from any spoilers um but uh yeah i'm just like reading off people's like theories and like what they think and their questions and stuff like that and it's been fun but i'm gonna share with you guys what i Thought, okay so right off the bat you guys it was such a good idea for me at least for me i mean to be honest now that i think about it i think you can watch this show without having to re-watch the season one but it was very very helpful because i had obviously watched episode 20 a little bit before and i was already in my emotions so like i felt it once episode one started i was like I was like, yeah, I felt those three years, 100%. Um, But honestly, now that I think about it, um, I think, yeah, you don't really have to rewatch it. Part two, for the first two episodes, they gave you guys a lot of information. And honestly, no, wait, I'm not going to say this until I finish this show. I'm not going to say this. I'm not going to say, okay, I'll say it. this is how i feel so far i feel like it could be a standalone and then part one is like a prequel but obviously that's not the case it's like it's in order but i feel like they've done it so well that i don't know it's just like on its own it was very entertaining i just have to say it was very very entertaining let me get into more information so you guys can understand why I feel that way. Now it could change as episodes go on, and it could definitely change once the whole um, show, the whole series completes my theory, but that's how I'm feeling right now because it was very, very entertaining. I don't know if it was because of the hype. I don't know if it's because of the bias in me. But that's how I was feeling. Let me know what you guys think. Okay, so the very first like the the opening the very like the opening opening of this show i just the thing that i noticed right away is how they immediately introduce you to the main leads they immediately introduce you to Noxu back from the dead um you see that it's Noxu's face but we don't know who it really is is it the priestess jinbuyeon or mudok or is it Noxu? or we don't we don't know but we see that for sure it looks like Naksu. you know kind of because she looks a tad bit different <sighs> Shilokiki kind of looks like a princess <laughs> um she looks beautiful actually and and the the scene it's just i love how they did the parallel the contrasting scenes between the female lead entrance or introduction and the, the male lead entr- uh, introduction sorry so when you first, if you guys have seen it, by the way, I'm sorry, I didn't say this. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I'm letting you guys know right now. Spoiler, 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 blah, blah, blah. Sorry, spoiler alert. Okay. As I was saying. um, So what stood out to me, like I said, we all know it's called light and shadow, right? I love how she was wearing a white dress and I loved how he was wearing all black. I loved how she, her, her obviously you guys know if you guys watch the first two episode we know who she is we know that she's actually Naksu the soul the body is Jin Buyeon which was Mudok, played by Jung So Min in part one okay the soul is Naksu but because this was explained I think in uh, episode two by Master Lee yes Master Lee is still in is he still in the series that I was very excited that he's still a huge part of it Thank you, thank you, thank you, Hong sisters. Thank you, thank you, thank you, director. Thank you, production team, that you guys kept him because I feel like he's such an important part of the story. Love him. Okay, anyways, so he explained that if you guys don't know what happened to. Uh, let's just for the sake of not getting confused, should we call her Murak or Jin Buyon? Okay, I'm gonna tell you guys right now Jin Buyon is Murak. real name, okay? Jung So Min's character, Murak. Jin Booyun's real name, the priestess. Okay, so Jin Buyon. Well, let's stick with that. And let's stick with. Should we call her Naksu or Cho Young? Ay, ay, ay. I don't want to confuse people. Um, Let's stick with Cho Young. Because that's her real name. No, let's stick with Naksu. Okay, so Jin Buyon, okay. Oh, gosh. So, she, if you guys know how it ends. She obviously starts to run wild, and because of she was so devastated of what she did, which was kill the love of her life, not not on purpose obviously, but because she was controlled by the oh so wonderful parentheses sarcasm parentheses Jin Mu, <laughs> uh, because he casted a spell on her and um, took over her body and made her kill everyone in sight. Anyways, including her, the love of our lives. No, I'm just kidding. The love of her life, Jungkook. And so she obviously couldn't live with herself and she was petrifying and she falls into the graveyard of soul shifters, which is like, I cannot pronounce it, but it starts with a G. And and if you guys watch the show, you guys know what I'm talking about. Okay. But the great lake, the let's call it Lake G. I'm just kidding. Let's call it. Oh gosh. I I cannot pronounce it. I'm so, so, so sorry. But yeah the powerful like she goes she you know she tries to unalive herself falls in there we find out in in this in this season in part two especially by master lee because he explains it that which i had a feeling this was going to happen i've had a feeling when i saw there was like two people that were getting her out of the water that it was people from um that it was lady jin's people and yep it was lady jin's people found her got her body she was completely petrified took her to master lee because obviously master lee is super powerful and he's he's lived for over 100 years he's mastered this um craft called huansu which is pretty much the same idea of what the Ice Stone does. But he did it through the years because he's over 100 years old. And he's a soul shifter himself. But he didn't soul shift with the Ice Stone. He soul shifted because he had mastered that art. Which is Hwansu art, craft. Yeah. So, obviously, he's able to help. And he, as he, they retrieve the body, She, Lady Jin, low-key kind of psycho, but i don't know lady jin goes to master lee and says can you do something about her this is my daughter she called me you know amani like please help me and master lee obviously i feel like he has a hidden agenda let me know what you guys think about this i feel like he has a, a hidden agenda i feel like he knows he's like he's oh gosh i don't even know what to compare him to but he's pretty much the one he's like there's it's a chess game and he's kind of low-key moving the puzzle pieces even i don't know because i feel like he knows what's about to happen or what's gonna connect with what or what people how people are gonna react to what because from the beginning if you guys don't know he knew who noxo was and he knew pretty much everything he's a smart man he, i mean for crying out loud for crying out loud he's over 100 years old and he's mastered every single Uh, craft every single martial arts every single everything (laughs) on his own through the years okay so he obviously tells her she's completely petrified but for some reason she's still alive and the reason why she's alive is because Jin Buyon is clinging on to what's left of Noxu's original soul's energy and the reason why they're both in there is because when um nox who tried to perform the via uh, alchemy of souls uh mudok slash Jinbuyan trapped her stopped her in the in her tracks and trapped her soul inside of her body why i have no idea i have no idea i have my suspicions which i will explain later but i have my suspicions of of why okay so we find that out so noxu's soul is keeping both of them well her energy is keeping them both alive and Jinbyon is a priest as a really a uh, that has divine powers that is super powerful but at the same time I'm getting hints that noxu was also super super powerful as well because even in part one Master Lee even mentioned it he said there's a powerful soul that is in that body i don't know was he talking about Jinbuyan or noxu i think it was talking about noxu but again we'll find that out later so lady jin not wanting to lose her daughter's body wanting to retrieve it in her mind she's thinking okay i have a choice let them both die or um let noxu live to um to pretty much um what is it called Oh, what's it called to i guess revive the body again bring it back to life oh, well actually master lee did that but rejuvenate the body back to its original form kind of because the face is different so she decides in her head thinking you know what this is still her body this is just still her blood i'm gonna keep her alive for right now because this is my daughter's body and i'm gonna marry her off so that she can produce an heir and that heir is gonna be the one who takes over Jin one and then after that she doesn't say she doesn't say it out loud but she kind of just says it when she tells her plans to jinbuyon which is noxu and you just kind of like okay you're you're an open book, I already know what you're planning. Master Lee also like figured out you know she he also, also figured out why he, she wanted her alive because of that. And so yeah. So that's what's going on. <laughs> that's what we learned in, in both episodes. I think that was in episode two. But I I like so okay, yeah. I like the idea of the fact that because Noxu's soul or energy was so strong, that it healed itself because of it. Obviously, Master Lee did what he had to do, but because she was so strong, it healed itself. But it ended up, she ended up losing not only her memories, but her energy because she took up on that body. The soul took up on that Jin Bu-yeon's body. Um yeah so that's why we see a wandering beautiful young woman wandering around escaping from her dungeon place and stealing liquor from like a a liquor maker i don't know what to call him he's like a certain not a servant but he's like a he's a worker that makes liquor with i don't know but yeah gosh i sound so dumb right now but anyways yeah so you see her and how so adorable she is and how innocent she is kind of how innocent she is in a way (laughs) and then we get into meeting jungkook and the contrast is so there he has completely changed it's been three years he lost the love of his life in a very just tragic way a tragic way traumatizing a tragic way and not only that he has the ice stone within him that kept him alive so he's a tragic soul he's like it's so sad because right off the bat you see him and it's really cool because the first thing the first scene that you see him in he's fighting off a soul shifter and you see that Not only has he gained so much power and strength and that he has an ice stone with him, but he's he's obviously darker and he's obviously has completely changed. And you see like the fighting scene, y'all, like low key. I feel like I feel like they put in more money from part one. I, I my in my in my head, I'm thinking that the production team, the agency or whoever puts in money was like during part one like oh this is this is getting big let's put in let's put in some let's, let's put in some more money because the cgi yo so good costumes are really good acting's always good but the slow motion scenes oh so clear so uh oh, artistic even oh my gosh i sound like a nerd but yeah so so good and i think I think it's the same director i'm pretty sure but i feel like they put in more money the f- part one cj was pretty good everything was pretty good but they amped it up for part two so if you guys haven't watched it get ready for that get ready for those bomb visuals like when he was fighting and when whenever he had to do whenever there was like a slow motion scene well when time paused and he had like super speed because he obviously has ice stone. so he yeah so he has so he has any power that he well he pretty much has power so when that happens when time freezes for him or he makes time freeze is that what happens or he has super speed oh my gosh so good so so good look forward to those scenes look forward to the fog look forward to the slow motion walks Look, look forward to every entrance of every character at least the main characters i feel like I feel like they did something there with the first lead couple and the second second couple second lead couple. How they introduced them? Is it me? Am I reaching? Am I reaching for straws? But like they introduced obviously Choi Choi Yun first, and then they introduced um they showed where she's at in life, and then obviously it's been three years. She never got married to Dongu Park Dongu. You see her; she's like completely, completely different. Her hair's darker, her like demeanor's darker. Like, not evil, but just she's not as bright as she used to be. Um, then you have Choi Young, which is Naksu, just running around about like, you know. You see her, and then you see Uk, um, and then you see, and then you see Dangu um, when he's introduced. He's introduced like you see him different too. His hair is obviously darker, his demeanor is different, he's more serious, he's chasing after a soul shifter, and then you get, after that, you get the meeting between, um, because when is introduced, they're chasing after a soul shifter, and in the shadows, Jungkook is also, like, chasing after them, but the soul shifter somehow makes its way to Jinyuan, and so there goes Donggu, like, oh to my ex's house yay (laughs) so he goes and they meet after three years after three years they meet again oh my gosh such a good scene such a such a such a good scene i saw that behind the scenes and oh my gosh i don't know how they do it i don't know how they do it but that moment where the doors of jinyo wan open jinyo wan open and you see her Yun. Oh, so beautiful and then you see her perspective him just kind of like the the visuals the angles so so good so good how they see each other how they tell each other uh it's been three years and then he's like you never let me apologize for for what happened and she's like how can you even protect anyone you couldn't even protect my father from dying you know like kind of like picking it up where they left off because we don't know what happened after the whole after the whole incident happened, the tragic incident, we don't know, but we know that they never, they never married, and they Jin Yuan closes stores for three years, which we know why because of Noxu, because they have Noxu hidden, or at least Jin uh hidden away, and then Dangu who's like tried to reach out to her, but she he was never able to. They never let him, or at least. Choyeon never allowed him to but I don't know I feel like there's something else there I feel like the mom somehow told her something to keep her from letting him apologize and fix things or do something about it I feel like there's something there but again we don't know until we keep watching but it's really cool how you see those two encounter each other and then after that obviously Jungkook. While while Jinbui, uh, sorry, Cho yeon and Dangu are talking, Janguk like sneaks himself in there because he has super speed. All of a sudden, sneaks himself into Jinhyeon, kills the Soul Shifter. But where he stabbed, he stabbed the Soul Shifter against the wall, and that wall was the barrier that was keeping the lovely, beautiful our female lead, Naksu hidden away obviously he's curious he goes down there and boom they meet for the first time i love how they started off right away they started off with the first encounter of the second leads the second couple and then with the the male and female leads so good you first see their encounter and the encounter is like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie it was giving me tangled vibes and i feel like i'm not the only one who felt the same way it was giving me tangled vibes and Tangled vibes, and if you guys don't know, which I'm pretty sure you don't know, Tangled is like my f- one of my favorite Disney movies. Is Mulan top one? Yes, Mulan is my top one. Yes, mm-hmm. but Tangled, oh my gosh, I can watch it over and over again. I'm still entertained, it's so so good. So, the encounter between Jong Uk and noksu Su as Jin Buyon was so adorable, not as dramatic as most of us thought it was gonna be. It was just kind of like What is happening she looks like crazy he's confused but the interactions right away chemistry chemistry was so so good you could tell that they're gonna you could tell you could tell chemistry is gonna be good the rest of the the show you could tell they're gonna be some bickering which i love and again tangled vibes when she came out with the fork and the 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 little plate shield so so adorable i i loved it i loved it so i think those are my favorite points when i the moment that i watched it those were the things that i was kind of that just was sticking out to me i I did write a lot of notes but a lot of the (laughs) i'm like reading at my notes right now i'm like they're so stupid (laughs) a lot of the times i wrote hot damn I'm like, I put hot damn and I put tangled vibes and I put <laughs> the tension is real. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm I'm professional. I'm I'm professional, I promise. <laughs> uh, yeah, but those are the, the 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 first impressions that I had. The next impression that I had was like I love this show so far. I love this show. I love everything about it so far. I also uh just so good that they chose the right people i think i said this for part one in my first impressions i'm gonna say it again i think casting is great they chose the right people like i frick the thing is crazy is that i had to rewatch a couple of old noxu scenes because i'm like why does she look so different i think what it is is that um obviously her hair is down now and she has lighter eyebrows so i'm like why okay but I had to look and I'm like, is that the same girl? Because her demeanor was so different. And I was reading through Twitter. <laughs> um yeah, I know. Um and someone said, Wow, this would be her if none of the tragic stuff that happened to her happened to her. This would be the real her. And that made me like kinda sad, you know? And it's just like, oh, you know what? That is true. Because she seems so... She's innocent, but she's not super naive. She's, like, very witty. She's, like, bold. She's kind of fearless. She's kind of, like, her old self. But she doesn't have that heartbreak. She doesn't know it. She just knows that she's been locked up. She feels for her mother because she knows that her mother lost her. But at the same time, like, she feels suffocated. But she is so like you could tell from like the previews of three of episode three at least she's gonna be just doing being a troublemaker just running around and just being loved by everyone um which i feel like that's what's happening already but yeah like i honestly now that i think about it i think that's that would be her that would be the real her if you know Jinmu didn't get in the way and didn't soul shift her dad and her dad or I think it was who did it uh and her dad didn't you know run wild and kill everyone and then she'd have to see the four heirs of Daeho just massacre her father and her family and her being trained and be manipulated and used by Jinmu and being you know, like if that none of that would have happened, if she would have been just a regular girl, that would have been her. And I like that because I like that, but at the same time, it makes me really sad. <laughs> it makes me really sad for her because once again, she got she was found by the Jin mom, Lady Jin. And she's being used by her again. And this is why I liked the Hung Sister storytelling, but they betrayed me with Hotel Deluna. I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to talk about it. So I'm scared. I'm scared for this ending. But no, no, no. Let's think positive. Let's think positive, okay? <gasps> but anyways, that's so why I like their writing. Because everything just flows so well. Am I being biased? Maybe. I don't know. But I honestly feel like it really did flow well. Pacing was pretty good. It wasn't, again, it was like they got right to the point. Like you got the first, you know, the female lead, male lead second couple and then you got to see everyone else where everyone's at it wasn't too much dialogue was just enough and when there was dialogue it wasn't boring at all so interesting they did editing was so editors if you guys you guys will never hear this but (laughs) you y'all you you guys did so bomb yeah so good there was interaction i think this was in it was in episode one. Episode one, okay. There's an interaction with the crown prince and Jungkook. By the way, crown prince is still in here. Oh, they had a conversation because now, because Jungkook obviously is not. Okay, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Side note, side tangent. Another thing that I love about this story, one of my favorite, because I have many favorite tropes, okay. But one of my favorite storylines is besides the whole amnesia thing which we're getting that's the thing like I'm get I this show is just it's giving me everything I want okay I'm getting the amnesia plot okay cuz Noxu forgot everything we're getting the um is it are they anti-heroes uh, either unconventional here or anti-heroes okay or protagonists we got those two right there we got the second couple okay <clears throat> the angst okay and then we have um the the what i love so much oh we have the also the opposites attract and then we also have (laughs) the bickering okay the haters to the enemies to lovers which i feel like that's where noksu and Jong are getting gearing towards and then oh my gosh i love the storyline about the hero or the protagonist that has the storyline, well, the 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 storyline of a person who was not supposed to exist exists <laughs> and like makes their own destiny, if that makes sense. Like one of the reasons why I loved Extraordinary You, why I still love it and I hold it dear to my heart is because you have two characters who are not supposed to meet, who are not supposed to fall in love, but somehow through either. The fate, or themselves, or their self-conscious, or whatever, they still defy everything, and they still like meet each other and falling fall in love in both um, storylines. In both uh, the old one, if you guys haven't seen it, watch it. <laughs> but if you guys have seen it, in the old one with um, I think it's called Trumpet Creeper, Trumpet Creeper, and then the new one which was Secret they both fell in love and they were not supposed to and this is what i'm getting here they have both of these characters who are not supposed to exist who have a forbidden existence who have a forbidden love it's happening nothing can stop it and i love it i love that it's given that i love that plot i I love that plot i can't get tired of that plot i love the contract marriage slash contract love fake love or fake Fake marriage, fake proposal, fake um, dating. I love, I love, I love that. Like I like I watched. uh, What's that show called? No, it's a movie. Um, To All the Boys, something like that. I liked it so much. Like easy cheesy. Yes. Is it for teens? Yes. But I love it. I like my fake Beyonce. I love that. I love those. I, I freaking love it. It's just I eat it all up. And so I'm getting everything in this show. And I think that's why I'm I'm like here for it. And I love it. And i might be super super biased about it <laughs> super biased about it but oh my gosh i love that and that's what you see when you first encounter when um Jin Buyan, which is noksu encounters jung Uk for the first time where they both reveal to themselves their agony which is the fact that they're they f- the the guilt that they have of having that same crime they t- tell each other that we are guilty of the same crime and that is existing that is being alive when I shouldn't be alive so love that first interaction with them i like also that he goes along with her nonsense i don't know if you guys noticed that uh he like she right away is like up to no good trying to escape and he's she's like she doesn't care what he looks like she at first she was like who the heck are you why are you here And then he, she realized how strong he was when he um, threw the fork to the wall and it got stuck. And she was like, "Ooh, can you do more?" (laughs) And so, obviously, that moment, the the moment that they shared where they said that they're guilty of the same crime, he felt for her, like not fell, but felt, you know. And I guess some kind of sympathy or some kind of relatability. And so he was like, "Okay," so he literally. (laughs) they had their moment there their unintentional moment where he goes he goes along with their nonsense and the rest of episode one and two that's pretty much what you see and i i love it i love i love that interaction how they're so well one thing they're literally like meant for each other (laughs) they're meant for each other because even not knowing who they are they're still hitting it off they're still hitting it off they're like if there's a, I like how the writers shows the difference between how he interacts with her versus every other female, and everyone else that he's just kind of like, oh yeah, whatever, and how he he interacts with people who he doesn't care about or he's like whatever's about, uh, versus how he interacts with people he does care about because when he does see. Minhyun's character, which is Sayul. Yes, yeah, Sayul comes into the picture <laughs> Comes back after three years because he ran away like a coward, which it's okay because he admitted that when they see each other again, obviously Sayul was worried. Everybody was worried because of how things left off and yeah, like Kook goes like, hey, I'm glad you're back, you know? Like there's just a difference of how he interacts with people that he cares about and not that he cares about her yet but he definitely goes along with her nonsense he definitely humors her because he he doesn't just kind of cut her off he does kind of but he's she's like bold she's like whatever like she she goes at it you know and he's like what the heck is up with her and he and they just bicker and it's so adorable we haven't seen full-on bickering but like we see the birth of it. we're seeing that as opposed to other ladies who he kind of just cuts off and they're like oh uh," you know that's why i'm saying they're meant to be cuz she can take him cuz she could take him cuz part 1 they were they got into some pretty nasty fights like they got into some like they were literally like married couple status literally married couple like even master lee was like you guys married or what like and yeah married couple status and none of none of them budged neither of them budged like after a good fight that they had not a good fight but a a fight that they had where she was throwing stuff at him she he walks away and then she's like the next scene he's making breakfast for her like what like it's funny because they 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 yeah they work so well together is it toxic i don't know probably <laughs> but they can she's probably the only one that can probably that can handle him and she's probably the only one that can handle what's trying to leech off of him which we find out that they're called wraiths and grotesques like little, little demon, little spirits, like old dead souls that are trying to be alive again, trying to use the energy of the ice stone because they can sense the ice stone. So because he has the ice stone in him, everything's trying to, everything and everyone is trying to cling to him. Uh, humans are trying to run away from him because because these little demon things follow him around and he you, they can sense it, so they're trying to not be near him. And she nothing phases her just like nothing phased her in part one nothing phases her in part two she's like what yeah 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 um i'm just saying yeah <laughs> i'm just saying that's what that's that's what i'm yeah but i love that i really liked how um the relationship between jungkook and Mateserv and kim we see that she's also not like it's funny because There's a pattern. No one ended up with anyone because of that tragedy, and because Jungkook is so like so devastated, everyone took a pause. You know, I think some of them made a choice because of the reasons, but everyone took a pause, and I don't really know where the writers are going with this, but I would love to see everyone like a happy ending when everyone does come together, finally, because. It's insane how literally everyone just paused their life, not paused their life, but they just didn't end up being with the person they wanted to be with because of that. And I just want, I really want to have like a happy ending where everything's work out for itself or the people that want to be with each other are with each other. And it's a happy, like I really do. Because I'm just like, dang, not even Park Jin and and Kim Dojo, they don't even, what? So she stays with Jong to take care of him because of how heartbroken he is. And sorry. And Park Jin steps down, takes the blame for everything, takes the blame for how Jong you know, knew about Nak Su, how, you know, the whole incident, the tragic incident happened, and took the blame for everything and stepped down. And so now that's why Park Dong um, he, now he's he's the leader. And so you see him farming <laughs> making kimchi and you see meet and kim you know they're still together but they're not together they're not married which they would like to but i really like how even though jungkook is kind of dark right now i i like his interactions with mate and kim i like how you see he still he still loves her he still treats her treats her well i love that i love about it about him because you could see that maybe there's no hope lost we don't know i don't know but i love i love how they showed that um <laughs> and i'm just loving the fact that they used i think i said this right that they're using um the fake oh it's not a fake because i'm pr- pretty sure they're gonna get married for sure i love how they just got into that like well we're gonna get married because in part one if you guys remember Jong-Uk didn't want to drink the chase tea that Master Lee was trying to get him to or the only, well he wanted him to be his pupil but he's like only I will only train you if you drink this tea which cuts your libido off which cuts your sexual drive off <laughs> and he's like no and obviously Mudok is like are you freaking kidding me like it's just temporary like who cares it's just like you're you're going to get better faster you're going to get stronger faster and then he's like no and then she's like oh, let me guess you want to get married or what <laughs> and looks like yeah yeah y- yeah and what of it i do i want to get married yes i want to get married and it's so funny because that's what they're using <laughs> and then also because the way that they left off they were they were engaged were they married or engaged i think they were just betrothed yeah they were engaged and in this episode or episode two uh, they picked it off where they left off unintentionally where they get married I love that Hong sisters I see you guys I see you (laughs) no I I really like that and I like how it was her because obviously her as Noxia would have been like no (laughs) oh no actually yeah she would have she loved him she was like willing to At that point, at the end, she was like, "I don't care anymore. I just want to be with you," you know. But I think that it's great how they use that plot to to get them together because it's kind of the, it's like a, it's like a parallel contrast type of thing going on. That's not a good description. Um, like I love how because she's that's the real body. Lady Jin is like, "Well, I'm gonna use that body to my advantage." to get her get an air out of her so i'm gonna get her married and noxu's right away Jinbuyan right away is like well if i get married by the person that she wants i'm gonna be here forever i'm gonna be stuck down here forever because they have her hidden away because she looks like noxu because she took the face of the original soul the owner's soul and so she's like i'm gonna hit her away obviously and she has lost her memories And she lost her powers with it. And if she regains her memory, she's gonna regain her power. She regains her power, she's gonna regain her memory. And I can't have it because I want Jongle to be miserable. And I don't want, and I want Nox to be miserable because I want my daughter. And I can't have my daughter, so I'm just gonna. This is all I can have left. I don't want, they wanna keep her a secret. So they kept her in this dungeon, this like room for three years. And that's where Master Lee would go, treat her, take care of her. And you could see for Choi Yun how she's obviously still has some um, resentment towards Noxu, but she's she feels some kind of I don't know if it's love but some kind of empathy towards her now because when she found out that Lady Jen's trying to marry her off, she was like, like how can you be so cruel for doing that, you know? Like and she even tells um she even I, I was <laughs> i noticed as i was watching how because okay so she got engaged right and she told one of the guards one of the priestesses of jinyuwon Choyun, told her like hey if dangu asks just let him know i'm the one getting married because obviously nobody knows about Buyon. but it's interesting how later on when they find later on like i said because the writers are using this to get jungkook and you know knocks Noxu it together knocks was like i have to find i have to find another groom to take his place because it's the only way to to leave there's no other way unless they get married sad but it's true there's no other way you know and she meets jungkook she finds out about who he is she finds that no one wants to be around him and she's like perfect they have bad blood you know he nobody wants to be around him my mom's not gonna like this she's gonna kick me out and I can be free but you know not far from my family but I can still be free so she's like she goes to tell Jungkook <laughs> oh my gosh I love the interactions between them love it uh, yeah so they are kind of discussing well she tells him like can I get married with you do you want to get married with me and yeah so he tells she tells him that and Behind the scenes, is over here like thinking that it's Choi Young getting married, right? But he doesn't do anything about it. He just drinks and gets sad, <laughs> which is oh, oh, such a funny, such a cute scene. But oh man, so because Jungkook, Jang Jungkook obviously was like, this lady's crazy, this girl's crazy. No. She he then realizes this is way actually this might be actually the real Buyeon which is a really high priestess, which means we hold on. The last high priestess there was was Sol Solran, which was. She has a power to, kind of play with ice stone so she can extract it from me. So here we go again back to square one. She's gonna she he realizes hey. If that's the case then all right I'll help her marry me so then she can extract it from my body and obviously he would he would die because because he has eye stone if the ice don't from him he he obviously will die so pretty much what he wants is to die unfortunately you know and be at peace because he's like why am I existing why am I here this is like the worst punishment I wasn't able to protect the love of my life I can't even be with her I can't do anything I should be the one the first one to die and now I can't because of this ice stone I can't bear it now I have to uh, be a tool for the crown prince who's using my name who's using the whole king star thing and I have to deal with it I have to deal with Jinmu being a Guanju and like I have to deal with everything but the worst thing is that I can never see knock to again ever and i don't even know what she looks like and and i don't even know what her face really looks like so he's like you know what i'm gonna use this girl get her marry her so that she can be free and then it's fine if i marry her because once she distracts it i'm gonna be gone yeah that's what his thoughts are so he steals her <laughs> word get word gets out lady jin finds out lady jin and Yeon go to Songrim to get to um, Donggu because there's rumors about him lurking around finding out who's the Jin per- the Jin lady who's gonna get married and they ex- accuse him of stealing her and there's this moment where where he's like no I promise I didn't I mean I wanted to but I didn't and they they were like okay fine you didn't and as you know Lady Jin was walking away Choyeon looks at him with like pissed <laughs> pissed and right there was like okay was she setting something up you know was she setting something up was she setting something up was she mad because he didn't do anything about it or like you know kind of like well what if it was me you really wouldn't steal me away you know or did she do that to plant something to help her i don't know to help noxu i don't know but I feel like there's more to meet the eye with Choyeon. We don't know yet. We don't know where the story is going with her. But I feel like I shouldn't lose hope with her yet. And U. Because they were so cute. But even as a character, her own character, I I feel like I shouldn't lose hope yet with her. But I don't know. Things can change or I could be completely wrong. Oh my gosh. I've been going on and on and on and on and on uh (laughs) sorry guys i just see this is what i mean i can't do this i can't do this has to be weekly i don't know let me know what you guys think but yeah so that's what my first impressions of these first two episodes that popped out at me obviously we have the like i said we have the crown prince and honestly i don't know i don't completely hate the crown prince but i'm kind of like where are you going bro like how are you being so manipulated by Jin Moon like is it because you want to because you're upset because Jungkook is has what you want which is the real king star which is a real power which is like everything just he's just like he's just born with it you know and he tries so hard and he can't have that there's that tension between them the conversation they have together ugh so good so good the directing so good so so good you could see the tension you could see how he's frustrated and how like he hates he hate he can't stand the side of jungkook but at the same time he's like damn i can't hate this guy (laughs) and and jungkook is like why can't you just see that Jin was a Freaking traitor, manipulator, ruined everything. But whatever, you do whatever, you do whatever you want. You're the crown prince, and I'm just here, just your puppet. Whatever. I, I don't even care anymore. I whatever. And and yeah, Jinwu sucks. <laughs> uh Sayul is clueless as usual. <laughs> sayul um, I don't have much to say about him. Um, I like him. I have. I'm. I like him. But I'm just like, please. I hope that the whole second lead angst slash love triangle thing. I hope it's it's for good use. Like, don't I don't look like he's not a bad person. He's a good guy. I don't want him to be depressed. He's already dealing with the bloodworm. Like, don't Hong sister, please don't do him dirty. Just let him. Just I'm just like you haven't the fact that he's still not over it which makes sense the whole situation how he feels guilty it totally makes sense but from what I'm seeing from the previews it's like are you over her or not because this could be a problem for you Um, but we'll see maybe they're gonna use that to help her because they like her so much and the crown prince to help her to her advantage without her knowing to protect her like how they kind of like did a part one maybe but they're gonna have to be okay with like not ending up with her cause i mean i don't know we'll see we'll see how what they're gonna do with that i have questions about that uh gosh so friend zoned right away right off the bat yo poor you uh, yeah but anyways oh my gosh, it's almost an hour let me finish really quick okay the last thing that i want to share you guys is i loved how happy she was when she was at ux when she was getting treated with uh by maidservant kim with like the food and the new dress the mom's the his old mom's dress and like the you know <laughs> you could see how happy she was she's so cute oh my gosh I have notes that I'm reading at, but they're so dumb. They're literally like, like I said, <laughs> I put the tension is real. Oh my gosh. Okay. Before, before I finish this episode, I have to share this, share the We have to talk about this. Am, am I wrong about this? But why is the tension like even more like, okay, there was tension in part one, but low key, the tension was like, they hated each other, but they're trying not to be liking each other not should be attracted to each other this tension is like low-key kind of borderline sexual tension <laughs> or is it just me is it my delusional self i don't know i'm getting that feeling i'm like dang because even when he cuts off her bracelet like damn uses his teeth Ooh, sorry <laughs> hold on hold on this is family friendly let me calm down uh let me not dude like no for real like i have to end this episode with saying that the tension is real. Like, the tension is everywhere. The tension between Crown Prince and Jang how much they're like at odds with each other. The tension between the three friends, Dangu, um, Seol, and Jang are there because of the whole situation. And then Dangu and Choi Yun. And like, everyone's just tensed up. Like, tensed up. But, but Naksu. Which is Jin Bu-yeon and Znggu extension, yo, like for a minute when she showed him the bracelet he she homeboy was holding her hand for a good minute, I'm like, damn, hot damn, <laughs> and the way they like look at each other it's just different than part one. it's just so. I don't know, maybe it's just me. We'll see. This is just for episode one and two. But right off the bat, I'm like, damn, the tension is different. Like, it's like, damn. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that's how, I'm sorry, that's how I was feeling. I was like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be in this room right now. That's how I was feeling. I could be wrong because, yeah. But, anyways, guys. I feel like that's enough. <laughs> it's been an hour and I probably have more to say but I I go off on a tangent. But I have many questions for sure like you guys have. I think that they definitely explained really well. That's one thing that I was worried about how they were going to explain of the whole why Noxus was alive and they perfectly explained it with masterly at least this is my personal opinion. If you guys are still confused, um I say check out like go on Twitter, go on TikTok like there's many people out there that are explaining how that's to be like remember this is a fantasy so anything goes that's what i like about it that it is a fantasy if it was like fictional but it was not fantasy or not not sci-fi um i would be like so freaking confused but because it's a fantasy literally anything goes and i thought it was really cool how they explained it and how they did that i when i I mean if you guys don't know when i first heard there was a part two i was kind of like i don't know about this because I found out that jung Min wasn't gonna continue and i was very confused if she was or not and how they're gonna play that out because if they switch bodies would he be confused because she fell in love he fell in love with noxu but he was looking at her face but then like noxu's body burned how is that gonna work and i think they answered all my questions i think they did a a good job i personally think that way i'm very very excited about it um, I was sad to hear that jung Min wasn't, wasn't going to be a part of it. I was hoping that she might come back as the priestess, um, but she didn't. And I love, I absolutely love jung Min, so I was really sad about it. But I was very excited about this new actress because she did bomb as Noxu. And throughout watching the entire season, I was, like, waiting for Noxu to come back. I wanted jungluk to see nox's real real face to see who he really fell in love with but my worry was how they were gonna go about it because it could go so wrong <laughs> it could go so wrong and it could ruin everything to be honest it was very walking in delicate just just treading delicate waters but i think they did a good job i think they explained it pretty well again we have eight more episodes to go for them to for us to explore more i hope they touch on the king star more and i hope there's like something where they use that where like i hope my hope for this is that obviously noksu where cho young her real name regains her memory regains her powers and then obviously she's in the soul in the body of jinbuyeon so she has both both of her and Jin Baeon's bloods power combined, and then you have Jung Ouk being the king star, being like hot. <laughs> just kidding. Being like you know super powerful. Them two together, just saving the world. <laughs> because they've been leading that up. They've been throwing crumbs at us. They've been throwing little hints at us about how both of them might be like so young, so young, and um you know selran like the the two the two big ones the two the, the the two lovers from hundreds of years ago that saved saved humanity like they're setting that up so i really hope they don't ignore that i really hope they get into that that's why i'm happy that you know they already met each other they're pushing things along i really hope they really push things along they, they're pretty good about that um so that's my main concern about this story if there's a happily ever after, I'll be satisfied. But at the same time, I really hope they don't ignore the whole King Star thing. The whole, like, um, prophecy thing that, you know, like, I hope they don't. Because it's like, why would you bring that up? Unless there's a part three. But why would you bring that up? For what? You know? I, I hope they conclude that really well. Like, honestly, I want to see, like, a huge war. Like, I want Su and John just, like... Just being beast and saving saving Deho, and then happily ever after and then having them getting me ma- or they're already married actually <laughs> having kids being like lovey dovey Um I just want a happy ending for them please I can't have another Hotel de Luna I can't have another snowdrop I can't I can't have another 2521 Um we'll see though we'll see we'll see how they do it we'll see but um. Yeah, I really hope. I really hope they do that because I just. I'm loving it so far. I'm loving how like. She's already flustering him. She's already like bold as heck. She's. They're already. Yeah, it's it's getting the balls already rolling. Again, guys. Let me know what you guys think. I think my main so far. I love it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I obviously had a lot else to say because I can't shut up about it but um again like that's those are the things that i'm looking out for is how they're gonna get back together how they're gonna deal with that hurt how she's gonna deal with it i'm thinking that she's once she finds out who she is she's gonna be devastated and not want to be with him because and probably want to die because she killed him and vice versa and then we'll see how they're gonna come together or they might just like fall into each other's arms and not caring, to just be like i just want to be with you we don't know we don't know how they're how they're going to react but the things that i'm going to be looking for is definitely them getting back together the whole king star situation and the whole prophecy <clears throat> them throwing the hints about the you know the old lovers the blind the powerful blind priestess from a 100 years ago and so so young his name um those are the main things. But anyways, let me know what you guys thought. Let me know if I missed anything. I obviously definitely miss. I there's so many things in here that I didn't even talk about on my notes. So many little insignificant things that I was so like screaming and squeaking and squealing about, and I was so excited about. Uh, let me know if you guys liked it or if you guys aren't feeling it. Let me know why you're not. But it's okay. Like everyone has different tastes. It's okay. No worries. Um. But I, hopefully this was still entertaining let me know um, if you guys are haven't watched it if you guys rewatched part one if you guys have questions uh let me know guys let me know what your thoughts are as well uh Drama cafe underscore podcast on instagram you guys can go ahead and let me know but i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode if you guys are at work please have a good day please have a good day it's gonna be good it's gonna be good Holidays are coming. You guys, you guys, you you, you have just, yeah, (laughs) rest well. If you guys are students, if you guys are still going through finals, you guys got this. If you guys are done, good for you guys. Congrats. Enjoy your break, but have just, you guys got this. You guys got this. You guys got this. If you guys are driving, please drive safe. Please, 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 please drive safe. But I hope you guys overall have our are having a wonderful day again don't forget to get that iced coffee and uh tell me all about it (laughs) tell me all about it but i hope you guys are having a wonderful wonderful day i hope you guys enjoy this episode look forward to more alchemy of souls updates because can't shut up about it um and then also i have like throwback coming up i'll let you guys know on instagram what i'll be talking about next what drama i'll be talking about next it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be a good one so anyways thank you so much for joining me here again at the Drama cafe podcast